section three of canada south america central america mexico and the west indies this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. the world's story volume eleven canada south america central america mexico and the west indies Edited by Eva March Tappan. Section 3. What the Italians Thought of John Cabot. 1498. From two contemporary letters. John Cabot, a Venetian, sailed in the service of Henry VII of England, with permission to go north, south, or west, in the hope of discovering regions unknown to all Christians. He came upon the coast of North America, perhaps at labrador perhaps at cape breton the following letter written by lorenzo pasqualigo to his brothers in venice gives an account of cabot's discoveries the editor our venetian who went with a small ship from bristol to find new islands has come back and reports he has discovered seven hundred leagues off the mainland of the country of the grand cam grand Khan, for whom also columbus was ever searching and that he coasted along it for three hundred leagues and landed but did not see any person but he has brought here to the king certain snares spread to take game and a needle for making nets and he found some notched trees from which he judged that there were inhabitants being in doubt he came back to the ship he has been away three months on the voyage which is certain and in returning he saw two islands to the right but he did not wish to land lest he should lose time for he was in want of provisions he says that the tides are slack and do not make currents as they do here the king has been much pleased he has promised for another time ten armed ships as he desires and has given him all the prisoners except such as are confined for high treason to go with him as he has requested and has granted him money to amuse himself till then meanwhile he is with his venetian wife and his sons at bristol his name is zwam Calbut. he is called the admiral high honour being paid him and he goes dressed in silk the english are ready to go with him and so are our rascals the discoverer of these things has planted a large cross in the ground with a banner of england and one of st mark as he is a venetian so that our flag has been hoisted very far afield a few months later raimondo di soncino wrote as follows to the duke of milan for whom he was an envoy to england perhaps amidst so many occupations your excellency will not be unwilling to be informed how his majesty henry the seventh has acquired a part of asia which it was supposed to be then the intervening continent of america not having been dreamed of even without a stroke of his sword in this kingdom there is a venetian named zoan cabato of gentle breeding and great ability as a navigator who seeing that the most serene kings of portugal and spain had occupied unknown islands meditated a similar acquisition for the said majesty having obtained royal privileges securing to himself the use of the dominions he might discover the sovereignty being reserved to the crown he entrusted his fortune to a small vessel with a crew of eighteen persons and set out from bristol a port in the western part of this kingdom having passed hibernia ireland which is still farther to the west and then shaped a northerly course he began to navigate the eastern part of the ocean leaving the north star on the right hand and having wandered thus for a long time he at length hit upon land where he planted the royal banner 
took possession for his highness and having obtained various proofs of his discovery he returned the said messer zoan being a foreigner and poor would not have been believed if the crew who are nearly all englishmen and from bristol had not testified that what he said was the truth this messer zoan has the description of the world on a chart and also on a solid sphere which he has constructed and on which he shows where he has been and they say that the land is excellent the climate temperate suggesting that brazil wood and silk grow there they also affirm that the sea is full of fish which are not only taken with a net but also with a basket a stone being fastened to it in order to make it sink in the water and this i have heard stated by the said messer zoan the aforesaid englishmen his partners say that they can bring so many fish that this kingdom will no longer have need of iceland but messer zoan has set his mind on greater undertakings for he thinks that when that place has been occupied he will keep on still farther towards the east until he is opposite an island called zapango situated in the equinoctial region where he believes that all the spices of the world as well as the jewels are found he further says that he was once at mecca whither the spices are brought by caravan from distant countries and having inquired of those carrying them whence they were brought and where they grow they answered that they did not know but that such merchandise was brought from remote countries by other caravans to their homes and that the same information was repeated by those who brought the spices and turned to them thus he adduces this argument that if the eastern people tell those in the south that these things come from a far distance from them presupposing the rotundity of the earth it must be that the last turn would be by the north towards the west and it is said that the route would not cost more than it costs now and i also believe it and what is more his majesty who is frugal and not prodigal reposes such trust in him because of what he has already achieved that he gives him a good maintenance as messer zoan has himself told me and it is said that before long his majesty will arm some ships for him and will give him all the malefactors to go to that country and form a colony so that they hope to make of london a greater place for spices than alexandria the principal people in the enterprise belong to bristol they are great seamen and now that they know where to go they say that the voyage thither will not occupy more than fifteen days after leaving ibernia i have also spoken with a burgundian who was a companion of messer zoan who affirms all this and who wishes to return because the admiral for so messer zoan is entitled has given him an island and he has given another to his barber who is genoese and they both look upon themselves as counts nor do they look upon my lord the admiral as less than a prince i also believe that some poor italian friars are going on this voyage who have all had bishoprics promised them and if i had but made friends with the admiral when he was about to sail i should have got an archbishopric at least but i have thought that the benefits reserved for me by your excellency will be more secure your excellency's most humble servant ray mundus end of section three this recording is in the public domain